podcast this week. Um, there's a lot going on. I, I guess that's the best way to say it. Um, we had Far From Home, uh, the new Spider-Man trailer drop. We got, we're just wrapping up from um, May the 4th, which was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Hasbro sent us some of the retro line along with our own early bird certificate. Um, that was just, I, I think all the pieces to it were amazing. Um, I picked up the Escape from the Death Star game, which was also um, a lot of fun to kind of take a look at. Uh, this week's podcast, um, it was it was easy. Um, I picked a talker. Um, Mike, I... Uh, I've, I've known Mike for um, a while. Sorry, Jackson, the little furry Ewok that I own um, is doing weird things. He's chewing on a napkin at the moment. But if anybody knows Jackson, that's not unusual. Um, so anyway, sorry. So Mike, Mike, I have known Mike for a, a decent amount of time. Um, I want to say three, four, five, five years, maybe three years now. Um, uh, I first met him as a museum educator, uh, here in Connecticut and he has exceeded, uh, my expectations as a star Wars nerd. Um, I thought I knew a lot about star Wars. No, 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 no. Mike knows a lot about star Wars. Um, so the reason I had him on was, and, and, and the reason that you might recognize, you know, me talking about Mike is because Mike was our, this year, our celebration, um, correspondent. Surprisingly, um, I, I didn't realize it actually. So Hasbro had offered us some interviews and we weren't going to be able to make it celebration this year. And, um, you know, they sent us, thankfully they sent us the Obi-Wan and the Darth Maul. I know that's been a sticking point for a lot of collectors right now. Um, and the ease of getting it from Hasbro Toy Shop. Um, but anyway, so they sent us to us early as a preview. I posted some pictures, and as I was scrolling through all the celebration pictures, I saw my friend Mike and his fiance Kelly, were posting pictures from Celebration. So I texted him, and I was like, hey, dude, like, could you snap some pictures in the Hasbro booth? Here's when the panel's going to be. And and here's when the new stuff's going in the case. And sure enough, like throughout the whole weekend, um, the two of them were taking some great pictures. And we have one of our most famous pictures. I mentioned it in the podcast. Again, I will not tell you what it is. You're going to have to go through our Instagram and our Facebook to find it. But if you know what I'm talking about, it is the most amazing Mickey Mouse slash George Lucas picture I have ever seen in my life. It is disturbing. It is hilarious. It is perfectly posed. It is perfectly shot. Um, it might be one of the best pictures we've ever had on our Instagram. And I don't say that lightly. Um, not only did, was it perfect, it just, um, it had the most views I think of any picture we've ever posted possibly with the exception of a couple things from San Diego comic-con in the past few years. Um, so Mike went to Celebration, and uh, we talked about it, and we're going to try to send him to Celebration next year on a press pass. Hopefully, they'll be nice enough to extend that to us um, so that we can, you know, so that he can have a little more access and maybe do some coverage for us. Well, if he goes as a press, he will do coverage for us. But um, so we're fingers crossed that that'll happen. Um, 
so I said, you know, it's May the 4th and it's post Endgame. And this is a Endgame spoiler free podcast. We do mention Endgame and we start to talk about it, but we pull back right when the spoilers are about to be spilled. So uh, don't worry about that. Um, but we're, you know, we're post Endgame. And, and uh, I thought there was no better time than to sit down and talk to Mike about Star Wars. So, um, we talked about Star Wars, we talked about cosplay, we got a little to The Last Jedi, we talked about the rise of the Skywalker, um, the, the episode 9, we talked about the experience of going to a con for the first time, and, you know, I, I consider Celebration on par with New York Comic Con, maybe not San Diego, but I mean, if you're talking about big conventions that are well attended, um, you know, it's New York, it's, um, it's New York... San Diego is the granddaddy of them all. Um, Baltimore is pretty big. Boston's decent. Um, WonderCon, things like that. But Celebration is right up there. But it's a little more niche. So you're not going to get as many fans from as many different genres as you do at those other cons. So, um, so yeah. So Mike sat down and we talked. And about 55 minutes in, I realized that I hadn't gotten to about half of the stuff I wanted to talk to him about. But we were an hour in. So you'll notice that I kind of snapped the interview back or the, the conversation back a little bit to a little more um, regimented question, answer kind of stuff to just kind of pull it in, tease some things. Um, it was his first podcast, and um, I think you're going to listen and realize that you couldn't tell it was his first podcast because from the minute he walked in the door, he was talking. Um, and I love that, I, you know. It's great in an educator. Um, it's great when we're talking about these things. Um, he was a natural. So, I, you know, I really enjoyed talking to him. And I have a feeling, I mean, we after we shot off the mics, we sat around, we talked about Arrow, we talked about the CW, we talked about video games. I can't believe he hasn't played Spider-Man um, for the PS4. Um, I even offered to lend it to him, but he said he had too many games to work on right now. So we've got to get him to play that. Um it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and so we're going to do it again. Uh, maybe we'll have his fiance Kelly on as well and kind of talk about their cosplay and making costumes and things like that. Um, so I, I, overall it was really good. Um, in the next couple of weeks, um, little geeks and MU review will be joining us live for, a po- well, live to tape. We're going to tape a podcast, but we're going to be sitting in the same room, not across Skype. Um, so the sound quality might be a little better. The little geeks might jump in and talk a little bit about what it's like filming, um, these reviews and what they like about it. Um, and DJ, and you can hear my Ewok who does not like just hanging out. You know, he, ah, I love that little thing. Um, Jackson, just one more minute. Um, I guess that's his way of telling me that I'm going too long on my intro. Um, so little geeks, um, Toishas and I have been going back and forth trying to figure out a date that's coming up soon. Aqua has a lot to talk about. Game of Thrones is ending, so I'm gonna catch up on that this week. I know I'm a horrible person. I have not watched one episode of this season, um, but I was waiting for this week to be able to watch and binge, uh, enjoy HBO for a week, and then get rid of it because it's the only show I watch on HBO right now. Um, so I'm sure Aqua's gonna come back. Uh, Pharaoh's been talking a lot about wrestling, and, and I want to have some conversations about that. I, I, I think that the podcast is just growing and growing and growing past what, um, what, it, what it had been 
initially and you can hear the little one in the background he is fine he is just not happy he wants to be causing mischief and not sitting here listening to me record a podcast but if i left him out of the room he would be barking at me from outside the room so um yeah so what else um thank you to hasbro for all the support over the last month um between star wars and power rangers and avengers and today we got spider-man and tomorrow we'll be having we'll throw up the video um, you see some pictures. I took at least one preliminary picture because I couldn't help putting on the stealth mask. Um, and so, um, thank you to Hasbro for all the support over the last few weeks, especially with all the stuff, all the free toys have been great. Um, our giveaway winner will be announced on Monday. Um, we'll be picking the winner for our X-Men Marvel Legends wave. Look out for more giveaways in the next couple months um we're working on kind of clearing out our um desk space and our photo space um with a bunch of stuff and uh anything else jackson oh yeah make sure to visit our sponsor our sole sponsor right now is mike's comics and stuff um it's a great place for toys he's getting the x-men wave shortly so look out for that he's got great prices on uh, all the latest Marvel Legends, as well as the two packs that are through fan channels, like the uh, Hydra 2 pack, um, uh, the Captain America and Armin Zola pack. Um, I think he still has some army builders in stock, um, DC collectible stuff. I mean, he's got a little bit of everything. And honestly, like if we don't get stuff from Mezco, if, if Mezco sells out or we miss it or we're in work and we don't pre-order or we're not sure about a figure and we wait a little bit, Mike is also our go-to for Mezco, so please check out Mike's comic and stuff. There's a link um, on the page at the top and the bottom, so make sure you click over, let him know where you heard about him, um, and uh, yeah, so enjoy the show. It's Mike. He's our Kylo Ren um, cosplayer slash Star Wars geek slash everything geek. Um, we had such a good time, so enjoy the podcast with me, Mike, and... We'll see you. I still I had LeVar Burton stick in my head. We'll see you next time. That's it's not the end of the podcast. You're gonna start the podcast now. Um, so um, enjoy the podcast with me and Mike and talking all about Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not gonna really spend all this money because yeah. I'm gonna kinda I'm going to practice, mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep it consistent. So we've been going for, oh God, about three months now. Huh. Nice. I think of consistently once a week podcasts. That's, that's an undertaking. Like I've been like, my thing is like, I'm going to put a podcast out once a week, mm. even if it's just me sitting here for half an hour spilling what's been going on with me, um, which has been easier since I've been doing these. And the other thing is I've been picking people that aren't toy guys. Like, mm. Like you, you do some collecting, but like you're yeah. not like you're not going to talk to me about the articulation points on this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're I not going to focus on that. My fiance gets mad at me because I refuse to take the amiibo I own out of the boxes because I like how they look in the boxes. So. Which ones? The amiibos, the Nintendo. Amiibo. Oh, the, well, do they work like the Skylander? So you can put them, you can use them without opening them. So theoretically, no, but you can uh, take an Exacto knife and cut out the very bottom of the plastic to expose them. Okay, but like. Honestly, I'm, I haven't actually ever used any of them, and if I really wanted to use them, I would just, you know... So why buy them? Because I like how they look, and there aren't <laughs> a lot of Fire Emblem figures in the U.S., that's why. Okay, that's fair. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I might take some out. I mean, like, I like Funko Pops as much as those are the, 
you know, the quote, black sheep to some collectors. They are the beanie babies of, yeah. of this generation because they have, I think the difference is they figured out that they can market them on, I think that I saw today Funko announced they're doing George Washington and the cherry tree or George Washington <laughs> crossing the Delaware. Like that's where we are. And I remember yeah. four years ago, I was like, so you guys going to do any political ones? And they're like, no, we're never going to do any political. Within a year, yeah. they had Trump and Hillary. Like, but anyway, yeah. this is not the yeah. podcast for that. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, the pops, I mean, I, I'm very selective in my pops. Like, I mm. went nutty to get the flocked baby nippet. The like, flocked are tough to find, too. They are, but um, the thing with that one is I realized, like, it's going to get dirty. Mm-hmm. So I needed two, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to keep one in the box. I'm going to open one. But I'm like, yeah, maybe I want one for work, too. So I ended up with three total. It, it reminds me of the, uh, do you remember the SNL sketch with Bobby Moynihan? And they're like, you buy three. <laughs> one one to keep in the box, one to play with, and one just in case. Just in case. And I mean, nowadays, yeah. like, that's been the thing mm. um, overall, um, that there is this chance of just just in case. Like, yeah, I bought the uh, Funko Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Um, every panthro that I know of that people have bought has snapped at the waist. Ooh. Like they just, like the legs just snap. Like the legs just break, you yeah. move them, uh, mm. you move them just to, a wind could blow them and they'd fall yeah. off and snap. And I'm not talking like they fall off. I'm talking like they fall and snap off. So uh-huh. it's like, so I've got, I've got one panthro with no legs and I've yeah. got a panther that I can't open because... I have a feeling if I open them... He won't have legs. He won't have legs. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we're not... We may do Series 2. I'm like, you advertise. You solicited for it. They're like, yeah. well, you know, Series 1, we have to see how it sells. And I'm like, it's not going to sell because everybody breaks theirs and nobody wants to... Yeah. They're returning them. Yeah, that's not... And it's weird because, like, in that case, if you end up with, like, the broken ones, then it becomes, like, the collectible nature of it, too, like... But, like, who's going to buy half a pop? I mean, I guess you could combine them if you were looking. They weren't pops. They were action figures. Oh, they were action figures. They looked broke. like He-Mans. Oh. Oh, like those. Like the, huh. the old yeah, five-inch, like, yeah. the muscle-bound ones. They, yeah, they did two. They had two waves planned for Thundercats, and they did one. And then they all broke. And oh, sorry, the Panthros broke. The Panthros broke, and I huh. think the somebody else broke, too. It was either Mumra or Slide. So, like, Man. I don't know. Good old Mumra. I love the voices of, like, the ridiculous <laughs> villains from, like, the 80s. Well, and they, they they did all the cartoons. I you know they, the Thundercat characters actors did the voices for Silverhawks, and I think they did the same thing for Tiger Shark. So like, mm. you have the same actors, and like you know, GI Joe mixed with Transformers, and yeah. you, the voice actors were just bouncing around. And no, we know that now. Like we you know we didn't know it as kids, but oh yeah. Um, so. so I you know one of the reasons I want to have you on, and I think one of the things you're interested in is like. You want to go to a celebration next year on a press pass. Yeah, that's And that's, that's a true. different experience yeah. overall. So how many years have you been going to celebration? So we started going to celebration in 2017 on like a whim, which... So we're two years yeah, in. Yeah, we're two years in. Um, and so I'll tell you... Well, the, three. This is your third? Second. They didn't do one last year. Oh, they didn't? Yeah. So um, Anaheim 2013, I think or it was either 2015 or 2013, they actually had done Europe ones on the off years, but they really weren't getting the attendance they wanted, at least from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, eh, we'll just do it every other year. Um, but it was a big deal when we were at closing the closing ceremony this time, and they were like, Anaheim next year. And I was like, hmm, that's going to be expensive. 
I, I really thought that I for some reason I always thought celebration was yearly. Yeah. For whatever reason, but well, I mean it did start in, in nineteen ninety nine in Denver, Colorado on a rainy weekend. Um, in like tents. The pictures are fantastic of what it was like. You know, this is not that long after Phantom Menace came out. Mm-hmm. So Star Wars was, you know, getting back into the ether. Ahmed Best was there actually. Did you see Fanboys, by the way? Um, yes. Okay, we'll get back to that. Yeah, so Fanboys yeah. is a, a great movie. Okay, so... Um, anyway. Yeah, so the first one, like, it was much more... Anthony Daniels was at that first one, um, and it was it was very different. You know, we think about, like, the modern con scene versus the, like, more, you know, classic con scene, and it's it's come incredibly far. Um, Reed Pop still has no idea what they're doing, but... Um, the, yes, we have our own issues with them, but yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, like, it's a lot of it... For all the, the bads, there are goods. So, like, with this year's Celebration versus Orlando, um, Orlando was great because it was walkable. The problem was the first day they decided to have everyone go in one entrance. You can't have... A con where everybody goes yeah, in tens one Tens of spot. thousands of people going in the main entrance. So we got stuck in a two-and-a-half-mile line. Jesus. Uh, that stretched around the building. Um, yeah, we got sunburned. It was terrible. But there was a lot we didn't know the first time. So, like, the first time we didn't know about the lotteries for, like, mm. the Funko Pops or, you know. Those are brutal, by A the lot way. of other stuff. Yeah. So, the lotteries were pretty intense. Um, this year, as you you know, they did the um, blue chrome pops, mm-hmm. which I do not care for. But if I had won, I would have kept or flipped, flipped honestly, because I could have almost paid for my trip. Oh yeah, no, what's insane? The, the Chrome ones were selling for, and then they only did two others. They did the um, the Watto and the Mall, mm-hmm. and at least with Mall, the only previous Mall I think was a Smuggler's Bounty exclusive. Okay. So that was kind of interesting to see another one come out, and the new Mall, I believe you can get through Walgreens, um, through their website. There's yeah, there's a yeah. But you know, the big one I wanted really was the Lego Darth Vader bust, um, but we didn't win any of the those lotteries. Lego's hard. Lego's hard. I mean, even at San Diego, when we go, the last day, though, this year, for the first time, I think it was Saturday and Sunday, Mm. they were just like, just get in line. Like, we don't care. Like, lottery's over. We got too many. Come get them. Like, how many do you want? Yeah, I had heard some talk of that with the Legos, that, like, on the Monday, people were able to get them. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll wait till afterwards. You know, they pop up in stores. And then it was a red card exclusive at Target. And I was like, cool. So I'm never seeing this ever. Um, and I have a friend who does the VIP program with Lego as well. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll let you know if anything comes up. And I was like, I have you. And I was like, all right, well, one of my, one of my, you know, toy guys at this point, um, will know something about it. So that one was like, eh, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, I mean, we really, we bought some artwork, um, Drew Baker, who is a phenomenal artist, um, more well known among the nerds probably for Magic the Gathering cards mm-hmm. he did. Uh, I bought, purchased a really nice print. Uh, Kelly purchased a... Uh, Ray and Kylo print called Maelstrom because she is a Raylo person. Uh, wow, you dresses Kylo we, all the time. We do so. Kylo and Ray. That was uh, another interesting <clears throat> part about the con. Was okay. Wait, wait, before we get this year's, yeah, talk about the first year for you guys. Sure. What, what so, was it like? So Anaheim, you got sorry, sorry, Orlando or uh, Orlando, Orlando twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Anaheim was the one before which we didn't go to, and it's coming up again. Yep. That's next Anaheim's year. coming okay. up next year. Sure. So Orlando, first year. What was it like for you okay. guys? So, and you go with your now fiance? My now fiance, um, because I f- was going to propose when we were down there and I forgot the ring. Uh, so we had to, you know, I had to modify my plans for later in the summer Okay. for that. We went down with our friends, uh, another couple who were f- 
who we've known for a long time as well for that one. Mm. But we just didn't know what to expect. You know, we didn't know about the lotteries. We There was a lot you learn. Right. Um, the big panels were also done with overnight lines. Now, did, had you been to any of the other, like, um, Boston Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, San Diego? Have you done any big shows before? No, I mean... So this is your first big show experience. Yeah. You're going down with four people. Yeah. And you don't know what to do. No. Okay. Not really. So, okay, keep going. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot you don't know. We had a friend who had gone, and he was, like, waiting in the overnight line for the episode seven panel. Mm-hmm. and that was, in, you know, but people are camping out all night at a convention center, and I was like, I booked a hotel room. I have a bed. I do not care that much. I love Star Wars. It's, you know, one of my favorite things. Our house is full of Star Wars stuff, but I do not do well if I don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen you. We've worked together, by the way. Yeah. I haven't brought, this will be in the <laughs> intro. I will tell everybody yeah. where who you are and... And all that stuff, but, you know, we've worked together, and I've seen you teach on no sleep. Yes. And, like, you're you're great with the kids, and then as soon as it's over, you're completely incoherent. Like, you just... Yeah. So I I can understand that, especially at a con, because, Mm -hmm. like, you're not, like, on the clock, right? You're not getting paid for this. This is your fun time. So, like, you don't want to have that exhaustion set in when you're trying to... At some point, the adrenaline's going to wear off. And that no amount of Red Bull is going to help you enjoy something if you're really exhausted. Yeah. So, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's a valid point with that. So, like, that's the big thing is you don't want to just be on soda the entire time or Red Bull, not only because mm-hmm. you'll not be able to think after a while. But, yeah, so we were like, no overnight lines, whatever. So we watched Episode 7 panel on the show floor. Mm-hmm. You know, the cool thing is that they have the Star Wars show stage, mm-hmm. which is something we learned pretty quick that they'll show some stuff that's happening there. So the big panels are always restreamed there, as well as two of the other rooms, mm-hmm. um, which they, the overflow rooms, we didn't, again, first time, didn't know about that, that there was some overflow that people could get into if they didn't get into the main one. There also wasn't as much room in Orlando as there was in Chicago. Okay. McCormick is huge, and the Wintrust Arena is way, way bigger than the main room they had um, in Orlando. So we didn't really know about a lot of that. Um, they did a wristband system, so you could show up at, like, um, for the Mark Hamill's tribute to Carrie Fisher panel, mm-hmm. we showed up at 5.30 in the morning, walked in, got the last four wristbands for that. That's not bad. This year? Um, Orlando. Orlando, okay. Yeah, so Orlando did wristbands and overnight lines. Chicago... See, I'm lost at, like, how far back she passed, so, like, Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, she passed away... In, or was she at that one? No, she. we never got to see her. Okay. Because we would have absolutely tried to do a photo op or something. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, she had already, She. Had, it was. I think it was just a couple months, too. It was really still very fresh Okay. at the time. So, you know, they threw together and Mark Hamill. That's right. Okay. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did an incredible tribute, and it was, it, was, it was really amazing to be in the room for that. You know, it was just a bunch of, you know, several thousand nerds all crying in a room together about Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that was kind of... That was another thing where, like, we were like, eh, there aren't that many of the giant panels. So our goal in Orlando was simple, right? One panel a day and maybe, like, walk around the show floor and try to do, like, one other kind of major thing. So, mm-hmm. like, we saw the running of the hoods where all the guys, 
uh, people dress up as Wilro Hood, the guy with the ice cream maker from Empire. Yeah, yeah, I saw that for this year's. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was a really fun thing. So you know, we saw that. We did a lot. We also went to the amusement parks, which was probably a mistake, because we did that. We got in, and then we went to the amusement parks for four days, and then we went to the con. So exhaust. Yeah, yeah. We like, were wiped out. Yeah. So Chicago, we definitely took it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chicago also had the issue that. There were only three hotels within walking distance. No, did you? Uh, before, I, sure. No, no, no. You're fine. I just I want to get like yeah. I want to get the picture because yeah. I go to San Diego every year. Yeah, you. you and, all but my experience, I've never been to a big show like San Diego or New York Comic Con, mm. where I haven't been working, quote unquote, working. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I've never been to a show really where. I'm there to to see stuff, or I'm there to kind of be part of it. So, yeah. did you guys when you went down to Orlando? Did you guys did you guys dress up for that? Yeah. So in Orlando, that was actually the first time we did Kylo and Ray. Okay. Um, which was had its own challenges wearing a costume in Orlando heat that's weighs almost thirty pounds, made of fabric. I could only really wear it for maybe five hours before my back really started to hurt. My shoulders started to hurt. But it's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because we were in the convention center. Right, but It was warm in that convention center. But it's Kylo, like 30, 30 pounds for Kylo? So Kylo is a lot of layers. So okay. So the base layer is, um, is a tunic with pleated material attached to it. So pleated material weighs... And where are you getting that? Kelly made all of it. My okay. fiance um, originally went to college for... Theater costuming. Oh wow! Okay. Before she became that, an English major, that makes sense. Went into teaching. Okay. Um, and so she made our costumes. So there's that. Then on top of that is the surcoat, which is made out of the basque fabric, which is mm-hmm. a very heavy fabric. But then that's also coated. Um, okay. In a coating that was figured out by someone in the five hundred first, actually. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, there's the 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 scarf kind of thing and then you have the hood on that as well and so all the weight of all these layers is right there and then the sleeves Mm -hmm. are made out of canvas okay and those are pleated as well so those weigh a lot Mm -hmm. i mean each of those weighs a couple pounds so it was just everything combined then there's the belt and you know you've got a lightsaber you're wearing gloves so you're very well insulated and your helmet was it i ended up doing um i didn't actually have a helmet at that point i did helmetless so oh that's right okay so we did the wig we did the scar Mm-hmm. Um, I have done Kylo with the helmet, um, at Kineticon a couple of years ago, and it's really difficult because you can't see. Which helmet, did you buy it or yep. did you, okay. I, I, uh, actually made friends with a guy on the Knights of Ren, which is the Facebook group for Kylo's. Mm-hmm. And I bought a helmet off him, a guy down in Texas. Was it the Force, is, was it the yeah, Hasbro Force, one? Okay. Uh, well, I, okay, so you want to talk about things in the box and things to keep? Uh, so I have a black series. I have two black series, actually. I have okay. one that's in the box, and then I have one that I was working on modifying, which just ended up being entirely more work than I was capable of doing. Okay. So I bought one that was done by one of the, like, the various third-party guys that make them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was way easier. Yeah, but of it, course. You know, it's it's large. It's difficult to transport. So I was like, I'm not... Getting the lightsabers down was a challenge in and of itself. How do you get a lightsaber through security? So, fun fact, uh, you can go to the TSA's website, uh-huh. and they have a, an official policy on lightsabers, which is that they're okay. Oh, okay. What, carry-on or, pa- or checked? Carry-on. Okay. Um, so, what we did for Orlando, actually, was we had a friend who was driving down. Mm-hmm. So, um, I keep my Kylo lightsaber in a bass guitar case 
padded with foam. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the the cross guard mm -hmm. is wider. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's how we got them down to Orlando, and then he brought them back, and we met him at his house. He lives up in Massachusetts. Okay. Um, and then for Anaheim, we took a slightly, they're not Anaheim, sorry, Chicago. Chicago. We took a different approach. Um, I was able to get the Disney Park Saber, which okay. has removable blades. Nice. Okay. So the way we got that down was, uh, you know how they have the, the extendable poster tubes? Yes. Took one of those, and I put my lightsaber blade, her lightsaber blades. Okay. Into one of those and padded it with um, bubble wrap and brought it as a carry-on. Nice. Okay. So that was the way we... And then um, the lightsaber hilts themselves we put into like little plastic bins wrapped mm -hmm. in towels. Okay. And then those were actually... We had one luggage, one suitcase that was literally like props and costumes. Yeah. Labeled with a piece of tape that said props on top with a note to the TSA when they opened it. Hey, these are lightsabers. They're props. They're not real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's, yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, if, if there was somewhere in the world that I could buy a real lightsaber, I would be like right. first in line, like a hundred percent. Like if I could grab a lightsaber and cut through this table right now, I don't, I don't think there's anything that would stop me. Like, man, can you imagine getting like a lightsaber rider on your insurance? I don't care. Like that would be, yeah. Right. So that was the thing. So do you, do you have to go through training? Do you have to get a license? Do you have to get approved? Like, do you, I don't know. Anyway, it would be, it'd be pretty great. Um, so you left a note. We left a note in our luggage with the, with a copy of exactly what's written on the TSA website about lightsabers. Ironic part, both ways, never open that suitcase up. Um, but all of our suit, we have, we brought four suitcases with us, mm -hmm. you know, two of which were almost entirely like snacks and costumes and two were our actual other clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that was an experience too. We did, um, similar, we did carry ons when we went down to Orlando. Um, my Kylo costume takes up an entire suitcase by itself. I can imagine. Because you told me all the pieces the boots yeah. as well. Um, we didn't end up actually cosplaying very much in Chicago, unfortunately, um, I got sick, okay. Like two days in, um, and so I was. I wore Matt the radar technician one day. Uh, yep. Kelly wore Ray one day, and that was the extent of it. But it stunk because we had brought everything. Everything we had. Kelly had made uh, pork kigurumis. What's that? Um, so a kigurumi is like a those like Japanese onesie pajamas with the hoods. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she had made pork ones of those. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, which are adorable and made out of fleece and very comfy, but. It was tough because the way the shuttles were in Chicago. So while in Orlando we could walk, in Chicago they ran shuttles from specific times. And if you mm. didn't take the shuttle, you had to get an Uber or something. Mm. And I didn't want to pay for that. So we took the shuttle, but the last shuttle left at like 10.30 in the morning. And uh -huh. so if we were going to like a, a big panel where you had to get there earlier, it's not like we could just go back, change, and then come right. back. So that, that was another kind of thing that I didn't like as much. I want, one of the, I want an Ewok one. I know, right? That like, would be sweet. That would be so comfy. There were actually, um, so the 501st has a big presence, obviously. They had a bunch of set pieces in mm -hmm. the back corner of the big um, hall, and they had one with like four Ewoks and like the helmets on the sticks that you could take pictures with. Oh, that's awesome. That was really cool. That's probably one of the most amazing parts is the costumes. And then for like a toy guy like you, it's like well, crazy. It It is, but like, like I have to think about... Um, like what I'm buying, right? Mm -hmm. So like I've kind of my tastes have changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. My 
Like, I'll, I'll grab an Ewok. Like, if they make an Ewok, there's there's a good chance I'm going to buy it. Like, I don't usually buy Pops, but mm. I have, like, I think I have less than 10 total. Do you have the giant one from Target? I, I did. Oh, yeah. that's so yeah. cool to like it. Yeah. I haven't opened him yet, but, yeah, yeah. I do have him. Um, so, like, so I, I don't know if it would have been. Like, I was really excited to see. Like, you were great. Like, Mike here is the reason why we had pictures from the booth at Celebration this year because we got the promo pics from Hasbro, but it was really nice to see them posed in the booth. and in yeah. the, and So that was a big help for us. It got us a lot of attention. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, that's the other thing. Like, when I go to San Diego, um, there, there's a lot of toys to see, mm. but there's not a lot to do. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot to buy, mm. for me at least, because – between like you're sitting here, like this is from Hasbro <laughs> in the last. So much stuff they do, and I've got another box coming. When when this airs, I yeah. will probably have already opened the box. It's coming, so I've got a Spider-Man Far From Home box coming tomorrow. Ooh, that's exciting! Like I'm excited about that, and then yeah. there's another box that we're getting that I'm I can't talk about. Yeah. I can't even tell you who it's from. Yeah. Um, that's coming later this month. That I'm really excited about. So like. This is just so between that, between what I buy, like, yeah, my tastes have really changed. And I, you know, like, I went out, I, I brought this in to show you, like, yeah, they they really did this or they did this, huh. but he's on here. Um, I was gonna, I haven't opened it, but I figured you'd be a good person to show. Hmm. So it's uh, I'll let you take a look at it. So, I'm um, what I'm holding is the Escape from Death Star game, um, that's at Target right now. Well, actually, it's not supposed to be out till the 12th. But they didn't put a register lock on the game, so if you gave them the DCPI... Oh, man, is this everyone's favorite nearby target that always breaks street date? Almost. Except for the fact, like, I can't... So I'll show you the other box, too. Yeah. So ooh, That's the plastic. So, my handy-dandy. That's from Jesse. Um, so is, what they did was, the game's kind of fun. Is it supposed to, like, have the distressed look? Yeah, it is. That's wild. I was like, man, they gave you a bum box here, buddy. Like, no. Huh. That's the point. And so... yeah, I, I really do. I love this, the Kenner stuff. The the kind of the new carded kind of stuff. It looks so... Yeah. I, you know, the retro stuff. I think it's a really cool nod to, like, the origins of this stuff. So Tarkin was never released in the vintage. Like, hmm. in the old retro yeah. cards. He was never a three and three quarter. So... Did they really never do a Tarkin back in A New Hope? No. Wow. So Hasbro, Hasbro surprised us, um, and everybody that's been watching us on Instagram and Facebook mm. has seen this, but Hasbro surprised us with um, our early bird certificate Ooh. from back in the day mm. um, that inside came with, uh, just like in the old days, came with like a letter saying, hey, yeah. surprise, you're going to... We don't have toys to give you right now, but we're going to give oh, you toys. Yeah, yeah, like what happened. Yeah, like originally. they weren't ready. So they sent us this, right? And we were like, what the heck? And it was cool. Like, it's really cool. But yeah. So then a couple of days later for um, May the 4th, yeah. they sent us this box with, which does not open easily. Yeah. Oh, with wow. wave one. So oh, it's got the, nice. it's got the first six. Yeah. That'll be in stores this Sunday. Okay. Um, and huh. I haven't, and it's got, here, you can, you can Interesting, so they, they saved Kenobi for another wave, I imagine, then. I'm hoping that... Because the, the terrible jacket Kenobi, like, needs to exist again. 
Well, I mean, just the fact that they did this. Yeah. Oh, the noises. Um, <laughs> the oh, the cards are punched, though. I will say that. Huh. Yeah, but um, like they did the the like layer code in the same style as the. Yeah. And the debater and. Like they, they're the telescoping. The hair, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I've been kind of like going back and forth, like open, don't open, open, don't yeah. open. And like, that's why, that's why I haven't done a review yet of these because like mm. we did the opening, we showed them on camera. Yeah. We've taken some pictures, but like, and I've heard that if you just, <clears throat> excuse me, heat these up a little bit, mm. you can get these retro stickers off. Oh. So they look like the original card. Like it's, yeah, they're just stickers. Yeah, they're just stickers on there. So huh. here, take a look at the other two. Wow. They got the telescoping <clears throat> lightsabers. Oh, huh. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I was on Luke too. He's got the yellow one. He doesn't even have mm. the green one, or bl a blue one. Yeah. So kind of a, a an aside, but a story. So I have a good friend of mine who lives uh, nearby who's also into Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And when he was a kid, his mom like ordered him Star Wars toys from like the magazine. Because they weren't really in stores. Right. And so that was the way you, you had to get them. And he remembers, like, when they couldn't get rid of these toys. The stores were just trying to get them Oh, yeah. Them no, they were in the bins. Yeah. Like, no one wanted them. There was a huge amount of overstock. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, I got a ton of stuff. He, uh, I, it'd be cool. If, I think he got the boxes from his mom's. It'd be fun to dig through those and see some of the. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember around the time, in between Jedi, or in between Empire and Jedi, I remember going to like this little store that was in Stratford here in Connecticut mm. um, called McCrory's. And it wasn't everywhere. Like I know that there was one in Stratford. I know that there was one in Trumbull. Mm. Um, and it was kind of like a five below kind of store. Oh, good old five. So, like it was that kind yeah, of store. Yeah, one of those like, discount stores. Discount stores, like big lots, five below. Like it was kind of one of yeah. those places. Um, and we went in and next to the register, there was just like a bin and like an end cap of just like... Oh. Star Wars, and I'm like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't have Obi Wan anymore. This is a different Obi Wan. Can I get yeah. this one? Um, so like, just the idea of that. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Like it's, and you know, then the question is like, okay, if I cut them off the card, do I keep the card? Yeah. Like, what do I do with it? Yeah, like, what do I, what do I do with all this packaging? How do I, what do I do with it? Like, because I purged them a couple years ago. Like I was mm. collecting all the GI Joe ones. Mm. Um, and I was collecting all the Masters of the Universe ones, mm. and then I was like, you know what, I, I can't, I can't keep, like, I had boxes and boxes, and no, I was like, like they gotta go, yeah. like, they just have to go, and so I got rid of them, so, but these just seem special enough, oh, I never noticed, okay, so. Yeah, they're neat. They're really neat, I really like them. Okay, so Chicago. Yeah. So, so fast dress forward, up. Fast forward to uh, modern day time, so this was last month, um, let me move these toys off of my so i brought with me um because you know podcasts are such a visual medium they are um, aren't they i brought with me uh <laughs> they did an insider's guide uh -huh. um, that you could pick up at the con um, mm -hmm. so there was a companion app okay. which worked about as well as you would expect as in it all the con ones work so well it worked super well they talked about how you'd be able to reserve panels on it and you would be able to do all of these things on it and they worked on like the third day, um, and here then, we'll make it visual. We'll put it on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And um, the art on this is, of course, the key. Oh, that's a glare. Yeah. Can we? Do we want to angle it? There we go. Here, let's see if we get a picture. Smile. This way. There we go. Okay. 
It's like when, when your grandparents are like, you're taking a picture and they're like, which way do I look? Yeah. You look over here. You look over so, here, Grandma. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, okay. So, panel, uh, yeah. the app didn't work well. Yeah. So, the cool thing and what's really surprising is there was no standby for the big panels in the main wind trust. Well, why would there be? Because all the seats should have been taken by people that won the lotteries. Yeah. Right? Right. But there weren't. And so, once they started, if you look back, actually, it's kind of fun. If you go back to the YouTube live they did of mm-hmm. it. Um, and you look, there are empty seats in Wintrust, but they try to keep the cameras when they go to the audience panned low so you don't see them. <laughs> and so people, yeah, and so people are like, "Why can't you do standby?" And they're like, "Yeah, we don't, we don't have any people there, or whatever." And even uh, we went to, we got into two of four, okay, which wasn't bad. So we got into Galaxy's Edge and we got into the Phantom Menace twentieth. Okay. Um, and so for those you, when you want it, they sent you a QR code. Mm-hmm. Um, that was associated with your badge. You brought the QR code up on your phone. They scanned it and they let you in. Yeah. Um, so Galaxy's Edge, um, I'm really excited about. It looks. It looks really cool. But like, I was looking at. So, I decided for my birthday we were gonna go somewhere, and I wasn't sure where we were gonna go. And uh, I was like, well, I've got like four days off or five days off. Mm. So I was like, maybe we'll just go to Disney just for the hell of it. Like, yeah. I looked at it and it was. Honestly, with like a hotel and park hopper for four days oh. for two people, it yeah. was like eighteen hundred bucks. Yep. And I was like, "Well, that's not going to happen." And we ended up going to the Cape. Like, oh. it it was nice, yeah. but like it wasn't Disney. <laughs> but I was like, I can't even think about like, and that's not flight, right? Yeah. That's not transportation to and from the airport. Um, that's not food. That is strictly like park hopper and um, yeah. a hotel. Like that was it, yeah. and that was in Disney. Like, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, no, like, I can't even." And I know they've got deals. Like, if you stay for the full week, like yeah. the hotel's cheaper and things like that. But like, yeah, no. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but with Galaxy's Edge, it was really cool. So, they talked about really, it, it's going to be more of an immersive experience. So at a normal Disney park, you know, there are cast members. Maybe you go to Toy Story Land, there are the guys as the... Andy's here. The plastic soldiers, yeah. you know, or Woody or Buzz or whoever. But this is more like you're going to Black Spire Outpost. This is an Outer Rim Outpost. There is, my favorite thing uh, from it was Space Meat. Okay. Uh, you know, you're going to see a repurposed pod race engine being used to cook this big hunk of meat. You're going to oh, smell really cool. the spices and the meat in the bazaar. Okay. You're going to be able to, like, buy things in the bazaar. There's a lightsaber shop where you can make custom lightsabers. Are they going to be hokey or are they going to be nice? They were nice. So they okay. had some on the show floor, mm-hmm. but you had to use the app and the light speed lane to get into the demos of them. So we kind of saw them as we were going through the main booth. But, you know, they're going to be several hundred dollars I would say probably along the same quality lines as like the Black Series. Well, but, but the Black Series is under 150. Like yep. they're like 120. So that's not yeah, bad. They're really not bad. And, you know, to be able to customize it, you know, all of that stuff mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, I would like removable blades. Like yep. that's the thing. Like I like the Black Series ones that they did, but yeah. mine's sitting because I can't mm-hmm. take the blade off. Yep. So. So that's that's another cool one because the original Masters replica series that they did before Black Series, you could remove you could the remove the blades. They came off. I remember that. Yeah, and so that's that's the difference too between the Black Series saber and the Disney Park saber, is the Disney Park saber the electronics are in the blade. Okay. 
um, as opposed to black series where the electronics are in the hilt. hilt. Okay. Yeah. So that was that's a thing that's really interesting um, with Disney. But yeah, Galaxy's Edge. It's all about immersion. So they're mm-hmm. actually going to sell clothing that you can wear there. Now, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. So isn't there? And I read this recently that there's a rule against adults wearing costumes at Disney. You're correct. So, but they're but. You're opening a Star Wars park. Like, yep. people are going to want to be in Red Squad, you know, Red yeah. Squad gear. They're going to want to be dressed up as Princess Leia. So, from what they've said and what they talked about with Galaxy's Edge, which really they touched on that a little bit, mm-hmm. was that outfits that you purchase there, you can wear. Mm-hmm. And that all of the um, cast members are going to be in costumes that they select which is kind of interesting they're not going to be a specific character they're going to be kind of a okay know, I get they that. have kind of like their theme of costuming for the planet and mm-hmm. then the cast members kind of pick and choose what they want to kind of like creatures their, or yeah. things in there yeah so we don't know about creatures we know that there will be people in like well yeah clothing, but, but i'm yeah. hoping we'll get some creatures i can't imagine we wouldn't get some sort of creatures have some wookies walking around yeah some walk arounds yeah. like um at hollywood studios now you've got the stormtroopers and phasma mm-hmm. as walk arounds and then you've got you know, Kylo is a meet and greet and BB-8 and Chewie. Yeah, see, and you know what? I was, so one of our, one of my friends who's been on the podcast, um, Aqua, um, was really upset about the fact that Disney is discouraging adult. And mm-hmm. then I read one of the arguments for it. And I'm not sure I don't, I'm not, at first I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Cause like you, you, yeah. you go in there. It's like, you're, it's your thing. Yeah. And then I was like. Oh yeah, but like, if you dress up, like the seven-year-old who's really excited to see mm-hmm. Ray is gonna run up to Kelly. Yeah. And she might be like, "Don't bother me." Like, I, yeah, I know yeah. your fiance. Like, I've met her. Like, yeah. she's the sweetest girl. But like, she's not gonna. She might, you know, she might be yeah. having a bad moment or whatever, and yeah. be like, "Nah." And there's no way to differentiate mm-hmm. her from yep. the actual costumed ray yeah so i kind of get the argument there a little bit um but anyway so yeah so the, the big thing is that you know disney only allows costumes for mickey's not so scary which is an after hours event right and that's the only time they've ever done it so there's there's a lot of questions and i think there's going to be a lot of discovery during those um it's a different crowd too right yeah. star wars is, star wars fans are a much different crowd than yeah. your general like People, like, people, Star Wars fans go to Disney, but they might not be into Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you're going to have a section of the park that is Star Wars. People are going to want to dress up. And, I mean, it's the weather for it, right? It's, mm-hmm. like, the, maybe not your Kylo outfit, <laughs> but, like, Ray and Luke and the, you know, yeah. the lighter clothes and maybe the lighter robes. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely, you know, the desert kind of heat, like... Yeah, it could be I, interesting. I think there's going to be kind of a, you know, like with any new thing that anyone does, like Disney, it's going to be a learning curve. They're going to have to see how it works. Because right now the policy is if you buy it there, you can wear it there. But then what if I bring that outfit back with me? What right. if I live in Florida? I have an annual pass. I want to go back and I want to wear that outfit I bought because I probably paid, you know, a decent amount for it. Right. So how does that work? There's just a lot of questions that I'm hoping will be addressed with the, like, reservation open that they're doing. Mm. You know, where... It, they're reserving for X date to X date. I'm hoping that's kind of be the, you know, sort of the soft. The test. Yeah, yeah. The test slash soft open. I mean, there's well, only one ride 
initially. Okay, what is it? I don't see. I didn't. I don't know. It, I I've seen like the concept picture. Yeah. But I haven't been following like what's there. So so what's the ride? So the ride is um it's called Smuggler's Run, I believe. Okay. Um and it is on the Millennium Falcon. Oh nice. And so you and a group of people are in the cockpit doing different things. So one person's the pilot, one mm-hmm. person is a gunner, one might be an engineer. And so how you are on the ride, let's say the pilot's bad and they crash into a lot of stuff, you know, lights are gonna flash, things are gonna buzz, the engineers are gonna have to do more. So the ride is kind of dynamic like that. Oh, that's kind of fun. And so that's you wait in the um, the kind of the room there with the uh, hollow chest table. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the waiting area. And I assume it's going to be some sort of like pager system, like at a restaurant, where when it oh, goes okay. off, they yeah, yeah. go because you know how many. Well, they have to have multiple yeah, rooms. They have they to have multiple have, rooms, yeah, yeah. or else it'll be insane. Right. So that's the only. And then later on during the summer, Rise of the Resistance is going to open. Okay. And then then that's. That, I can't even comprehend how they've explained it. I mean, they showed us pictures. They showed us video. I don't understand what's happening. There's going to be... Like, you're going through, like, an active, like, ship. Like, okay. Um, a First Order ship. So there's mouse droids going around. There are officers and other people, stormtroopers walking by. Is it VR or is no, it all practical? No, it's all... It's, it's live action. Like, okay. so there are going to be cast members in costume <laughs> as you go through. And your cart is... um. It's oh, got, so you're in a cart. Yeah, okay. you're in a cart, and there's a droid on the front. That's different that's than like walking around. Like, yeah. okay. okay. But they're going to I'm be... like, mouse droids are walking around. Yeah. Somebody's going to kill themselves. but there's going to be, like, cast members as Imperials as you're going through it. Okay. And so I... They explained it, and I still don't get it. So... Okay. I think it'll... You'll have to... See, we saw some concept pictures. We saw an early video, but what's cool is with the theming is they're theming everything, including the food and drink. I mean, that's fun. I mean... And, and I'm, I don't want to split off of it too much, but, yeah. like, so they're opening this door for Star Wars fans, yeah. right? You can't tell me they spent that much money on Marvel, and that's not coming at some point, right? right? Like, So that's so weird with the... So you, you as a Marvel fan know that there's this bizarreness with Marvel and Universal and Disney. Yeah. Where so, Universal still has the licensing rights that they purchased a long time ago for whatever amount of time. And they're that not going to let go of that no. for anything. So, but the rides are going to be like yeah. Spider Man is an amazing ride, but like compared to like what I've heard Avatar is like. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I can't, like, I couldn't imagine like being. Yeah, stop saying like. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine being in a Quinjet or mm-hmm. in one of the rocket pods or. Being in the Iron Man armor. Yeah. Like the VR yeah. and like you going through that as if you're in the armor. Like, and, but now we're, st- you know, we're stuck with the Spider-Man ride, which was at the time. And I mean, I still have heard it's still as good as you think it is, but the technology's come and like at some point, you know, Disney's going to pull, Disney's good at pulling that rug. Like yeah. they will cancel books. They will cancel TV. They will cancel marketing. Yep. They will squeeze the hell out of anything that somebody else has that's theirs until yep. they get it back. Um, yeah, that's so. That's one of the things that I think is going to be because they they do like character meals at like Universal right. Marvel characters still and X Men and stuff like that. Yeah. So I really wonder. I mean, Hollywood Studios with Toy Story Land and now Galaxy's Edge at at least Disney World, that park is almost doubling in size. Mm-hmm. And they still have room to expand. I think in Anaheim it's trickier because Disneyland... Disneyland's a, a different really animal. Grow. Yeah. It's in the middle of a city. Right. So I don't know how that's going to be. But yeah, I, I really wonder when with Marvel, I mean, Disney Plus is coming out this fall mm, yeah. at a very aggressive price point. 
Yeah, they're gonna Netflix is Netflix is fucked. That's yeah. there's there's no nice way to say it. Like and especially with Netflix increasing their prices. I mean, what Netflix is fifteen bucks now? I think it's like thirteen. Yeah, actually, right now. Yeah. But like, it's... they're gonna lose half of their content. Yeah, like especially because with Disney Plus, you're gonna be able to do a combo package with that and Hulu. Well, but like, I think like, Disney. Whoa. I think Disney is also looking to buy out mm-hmm. Comcast. On Hulu, I think there's talk of that, like, within the next year. So, like, they may... Because they, they own, like, 75% of Hulu now. Yeah, they... Uh, 60, I think. I think it's high. Is I think it it's 70. It's a lot. I think... Yeah, I think whoever has only 30%. Like, I think yeah, it's Comcast only stake. has... Or NBC. Yeah. Only has, like, 30%. So, like, yeah. if they just are like, here, just take it. Just get, just take it. Like, Disney we don't... Bucks, like, yeah. here you go. There all you go. the money yeah. in the world. Just take it all. Disney's gonna... Disney's gonna be worse than Microsoft. <laughs> Yeah, so, and that, that leads into an interesting area of, like, at what point does Disney become something that, you know, someone could bring the Sherman Antitrust Act against? You know, at what point does Disney become a monopoly with all these these things they're acquiring? That was a big thing with the Fox merger. Right. Is antitrust laws were brought up because they were like, whoa, 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 like... And we're all like, no, 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 X-Men. No, 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 Fantastic Four. We don't give a shit what else they own. Yeah. We don't care. We want our characters back. Yeah. Just let them have it. You know, strip everything away. As long as they can play with each other, we're good. D- Disney has Deadpool. Deadpool is a Disney princess. I'm just saying. It is. I'm just saying. Like, that's amazing. And so you think about... And they're like, we're not going to change it. We're not going to change them. Let Ryan Reynolds swear all he wants. They've been really good um, with stuff. So with The Mandalorian, going back to Celebration, yeah. um, uh, John Favreau and uh, The Cowboy... The cowboy that does all the animated stuff. Uh, Dave Filoni. There we go. Okay. They really were like, make the show you want to make. We're pretty much hands off. Well, I mean, Iron Man. Like, I appreciate that. Here we are. Like, people have a problem with Favreau. I love Favreau. Like, from the begits, from Swingers to Chef to to Iron Man to... um, Oh, what's the one Cardiff Giant him made? With, no. with Vince Vaughn, like, I, I, I love Favreau. Yeah, and he's... To, to the grumpy clown on Seinfeld. Yeah. Like, like, he's really great, and that was the coolest part, is that Disney was letting them make... I mean, Mandalorian's gonna be like a space western. It looked good. I, did you get to see footage, though? So... Because we didn't get... They, no, we they, didn't, we didn't okay. get the footage, but there are some cell phone videos out yes, there, there that are. people have taken. Yeah. But unfortunately, we were kind of like... Oh, great, the Mandalorian. Kelly didn't care. So I was like, all right, let's go walk over here and do this. Let's walk. Let's do stuff while the panel's going on because the show floor wasn't that packed in right. other spots. So right. it was a great time um, to, to walk around. To do that stuff. And that's. I think that's when we ended up going and buying pins as well. We did a little bit of pin trading. Not, mm-hmm. not a ton, but a little, little bit. Um, and they had like a vending machine on the show floor mm-hmm. with some of the shop pins, which was great because oh, cool. getting into the main shop was not going to happen. I can't imagine, yeah. And then they also sold some stuff over at Wintrust on the panel. The mornings of the big panels, they had, like, little kiosks opened up with mm-hmm. merch from this main celebration store. Oh, that's good. So there was I... a decent access to some of it. <coughs> um, so, um, yeah, I was... <laughs> so I, I had the panel on the main episode nine panel Mm. on in my headphones on YouTube while I was like writing and doing research 
that yeah. day that it came out. Um, because I couldn't just sit there and watch it for an hour, an hour and a half, yeah. however long it was. But I'm like, so I was like, no, just keep it in the headphones. Like, I'll just, I'll just listen. And then they were like, you know, they were showing pictures. And, like, I'd look up every once in a while and look at the picture. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then they were like, okay, we're going to go to black and we're going to. So I thought for us watching mm. the live feed yeah. that they were going to cut to black and we weren't going to see the trailer or whatever footage they were yeah. going to show. And then all of a sudden it was like. And I'm like, what? I looked up, trailers on the screen. And I'm like, holy shit. And then you heard, ha, 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 roll it again. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, they let us watch it? Disney let go of that? Like, they let us see it? The only one they were really... I don't know if they re-aired the footage. The Galaxy's Edge footage, I don't know if they re-aired some of that. And I know with the Mandalorian, they were a little more protective. Yeah, no. Mandalorian, they didn't let they, anything... We didn't even see that on the show floor. Right. Like, they didn't nowhere. Well, well, but see, there's the difference, right? Because yeah. um, in the in the le- in the the hall that they're showing the Mandalorian, at least they've got people planted to mm-hmm. try to discourage the cell phone stuff. Yeah. Um, if you do that on the show floor on a big screen, there's no way you can stop everybody no. in that place. So I understand that. But so where were you when they dropped the trailer? So we were in the main. We were by the Star Wars show stage. Okay. We were pretty far back by the time we got there, and all of the aisles around were full of people. The whole area around the Star Wars show stage. But you was weren't full. in the. We didn't get into the main. Place, no, that's fine. I'm just trying to paint the picture. I wish. So um, the Star Wars show stage was interesting this time they had it there was a back section and then there was a middle section that came out think Mm -hmm. of it like a uppercase t Mm -hmm. and then they had two big screens on each side and then another screen kind of facing forward okay um or actually maybe it was only the two sides thinking about it so you had to kind of this is a great podcast like i can i can tell you it's it's amazing what we're seeing here um Uh, no no, okay so a big t screens never mind the screen yeah what was it like because so so i see i saw it alone in my office You know, and I mean, I did watch it like six times, but like, again, alone in my office, like seeing Endgame in a full theater on opening night was amazing. I don't know if we'll have time for that, but um, I don't know if there's time in that. We'll see. But, um, uh, but seeing that Mm -hmm. in the middle of all the Star Wars fans at Celebration, it was electric. The first time. It was, it was electric. It was the same sort of energy with with the last trailer when we were in Orlando. It was unbelievable. You could, fe- you know, when you say you can feel lightning in the air, mm-hmm. you could feel lightning in the air. People were cheering. People were crying. Pun intended. After Endgame. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Okay. That so one like, definitely a little yeah. bit. But, but people, people, this people... isn't a spoiler podcast, so we can't you can't yeah. say too much. Yeah. Anyway, I, I say nothing. When anyone asks me about Endgame, the like. Did you, see, did you see Marvel release the commercial today? Like, I'll still oh. be nice and hold up for, like, we're not going to, like, spoil yeah. it without warning. Yeah. But, like, that trailer that they released online today uh, for Endgame showed all the major beats. Oh, wow. Like, every... Like, huh. anything you want to imagine in the last battle that you're yeah. like, holy shit, they yeah. showed it huh. on, on, in the commercial. Anyway, so it was electric. Yeah, it was electric. It was amazing. People cheered, you know, and then Ian McDermott came out, and it was the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like, everyone cheered when he wrote it again. Yeah. But, okay. So, let, let's let's pull this apart a little bit. Yeah. First scene, right? Raising the yeah. desert. 
There's some kind of X-wing tie. Uh, sorry, tie fighter. Yep, type thing. it looks like Kylo's silencer. It does. Um, Ray is also wearing a new outfit. There's a hood. There's a hood. The boots are a new boot. Um, they're linen Pozu boots because Pozu was there. And Pozu's oh, by like, the way, we're we're gonna get detailed on this. Sorry for yeah. anybody listening. We are gonna get very oh, detailed on ridiculous. this. Apparently, I wasn't expecting this amount of detail, but yeah. the costume guys here. So, uh, so Pozu was okay. at the convention selling the boots, like the the real Ray boots, the Hero Ray as well as the Jakku Ray. Okay. And they had another pair there, and everyone's like, "That's weird that they have these other boots that look very similar. These white linen boots." And like, well, we can't say anything. Yeah, and yeah. then of course after the trailer drops, all the rays went over and bought them out. Bought them. Yeah, because of course they sold out. Yeah, really fast. Um, what was okay. nice is they were doing um, just a that real real quick aside. No, 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 go ahead. Um, I'm gonna pull up the trailer so I can remember everything. Yeah, that right. Everything that happened. There was a lot. There was a lot to like to take digest. Pose you. Um, if they had sold <coughs> out, they would honor the prices at the con and ship them to you. For free, That's a pretty good deal. Which was incredible, because they must have brought a shipping container worth of, of shoes. All right. Uh, yeah. Wait, so, uh, Rise, Rise? Rise? Yep, Rise of Skywalker, which is really interesting because it continues the R theme. Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. Okay, uh, keep going. So the boots. The so, boots. So she's out in the desert. So she's got a hood, her outfit is different, and the lightsaber is held on differently as well. It is a clip as opposed to a D-ring. Okay. But it's still the Graflex, though it looks a little different. Okay, I can see. Okay. Right. See, so, I'm looking at it, and you're yeah. just doing it from memory. memory. Yeah. I've watched it a lot of this times. Is, so we this would be me in the Avengers. Like, I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, no, nope. There's spacing there. There's a character that they edited out. Like Another thing we look at. So there's the right generations of Jedi, all that. And then Kylo's coming at her, but... Are we sure it's Kylo? We see gloves only. Yes, we do. And so the thought is maybe they're Kylo's gloves, maybe they're not. But even when she jumps at it, he, if he was trying to kill her, he'd shoot her with right. lasers. So why isn't he trying to shoot her? This is weird. You know, I wonder... So, yeah, she definitely looks like she's... Yeah, there's a, so there's a black costume. There's black gloves, gloves. for sure. In that in that thing, and she's clearly not feeling threatened. No. Like you can just see it um, in her face, in her actions. Like yep. she's clearly like it, like a runner, like mm -hmm. practicing for the hurdles or practicing for the, the yeah. pole vault. Like she's clearly focused on her task. Okay. Yeah. So she is. That's the thing too about it is when she starts running, she's. Getting a running start. She's timing it. Yeah. It's definitely timing. Yeah. So all the Raylos, of course, are like, oh, it's, it's, he's coming to pick her up for a date. Well, but okay. But it's so like, there's something weird now. Um, right. Did you like, did you like the, the last of the Jedi? So the last Jedi is really, so we, I have to preface this with, oh, no, no, no. Just yes or no. Point. No, 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 no. Yes, yes or no. I you liked it. it. But, okay. But, but. But there has to be a but here. I can't no, 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 that's fine. But I wanted the yeah. I wanted yes. the answer. So I like the... the Last Jedi. Okay, I thought it was a good film. We talk about a New Hope. I have to go back to a New Hope here. We talk about how a New Hope was saved in the edit. The original cut George Lucas had of a New Hope was not very good. It spent way too much time on Tatooine. Well, a New Hope was not that good. Not a great like, movie. Okay. Where, but they always talk about how it was saved in the edit. Okay, and I felt like this film was hurt in the edit there were sequences that went on the canto bite which is a really really bad sequence it adds if they had spent five minutes there found dj and moved on it would have been better 
but they had to show all the creatures and the dude, you know, who thinks that BB-8 is a slot machine and puts coins in him for that gag later. It went on for too long, and the characters didn't seem like they grew at all. If you're going to spend that much time doing something, then I get that it was supposed to be Finn growing and seeing what the world's really like because he only knew the First Order, and Rose is there as his guide, but it just didn't work for me. Okay. So, yeah. um, what did you think of Luke in that movie? I thought... We'll get back to the trailer in a second. Yeah. Go ahead. I thought Luke was great. Because when you're a kid, you're optimistic. You think you can take on the world. Luke never had really faced failure up to that point. But after he was trying to raise the next generation of Jedi, he was betrayed... He what? Okay, he lost the hand. How do you say anything? Wait, wait. So they lose. His buddy gets encased in carbonite. The, the the resistance is pushed back, or the, the rebellion's pushed back. Yeah. He loses a hand. He finds out his father is, like, the merchant of death. Yeah. Like, the left arm of the devil. Like... Yeah, essentially. He's faced loss before. Like, and then he had to watch his own father die in his arms. Like, yeah. he has faced loss. So... You can't tell me that there's optimism there. Yoda dies. <laughs> he sees himself turning into the evil in the cave. Yeah. Like... The costume changes throughout the, you know, in Return of the Jedi, the dark outfit, the new lightsaber, the... With the... But he's got the light side inside. He's got the light side. He's got the light and, side inside. But he's... That clearly has taken a toll, I think. The failure with Kylo, I think, was a big thing. Because he's like, okay, I'm the next Jedi. I'm, I have to carry on this. I'll get some new kids. We'll do Jedi stuff. You know, I'll raise Padawans. And then he gets betrayed by his sister's child. So b- betrayal by family, I think, is... Betrayal, though, like, is it... Okay, but... Well, he was seduced by the darkness by Snoke. Yeah, okay, but, like, but no, 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 but, but not even that. But, like... Yeah. Going back to, all right, wait, 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 no, no, no. Let, let's go back to the trailer. Okay, let's go back to the trailer. There's, we'll, we'll do, there's a lot okay, to unpack. This is, yeah, the, we we'll we'll do this again, and we'll kind of maybe at, we'll because I've got other people that we uh, I've been going back and we're, forth we're, with. We're getting too deep of a yeah tangent here. Yeah, um, let's pull it back to the trailer. So the trailer, so we follow is. that. Also, the music is of course Leia's theme. Oh yeah, of course. Which made us all tear up a little bit. And so, the footage is all footage. She's not CG. It's footage from... From the first one. Yep. That they're making work. So I wonder if it'll be flashbacks uh, when she hugs Ray, Or like, you know, the end of the mm-hmm. first one. All right. So, okay. So Ray is in the desert. Yeah. She's... She's breathing. She's standing. Why is that? Okay. We already did that part. Yeah. Fast forward. Um... There we go. We jump, jump, jump. This Christmas. All right. Then we get... I can't turn it up too loud. That's all right. Yeah, we don't want Kylo's kicking some ass in the forest. He's Mm -hmm. redoing his helmet. Well, if you look at the hands that are redoing the helmet. Yes. Okay, I guess I got to look at the hands. We got to look at... Right? That was a really cool point someone brought up. As far as we can tell, they don't look like Kylo's hands. Okay. Some people think the hands almost look furry, but someone it, it appears that it's different. So there's a lot of theories. What about Hux? What about this? There's Everyone's throwing around a ton of different ideas. Okay. That maybe that's not Kylo with the helmet, but maybe it is. We don't... We're not sure. Okay. We see that there is a time jump. We do know that. Right. Everybody looks a little older. Yeah, looks I think a little it's... Different. I don't... 
I don't know if it's five years, but it's it's a jump. Okay, yeah, no, those hands got a furry coat on, like, yeah. for sure. So, I really hope there's no fur on Kylo's costume. We don't, I really don't want to have to do that, but... <laughs> you be a, king of the north. A king of the north, right? Which, anyway. I mean, everyone just uses Jon Snow wigs yes. anyway for Kylo. So, the hands seem different. There's BB-8. Um, and the new droid. And the new droid, uh, Dio. Yeah, which looks kind of cool. Which I cannot wait for the memes from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, but it's the droid. Like, you were okay. looking for Star Wars spoilers, but it was me, Dio. Like, I'm, I'm on board for this. All right, then we see the Falcon and Chewie and Lando's what? back in the driver's yep. seat in his solo costume. Mm-hmm. Which I thought uh, was a really cool nod. It is. It's a cool callback. It's a cool connection piece. They go with the hyperdrive. Um, we see some, you know, there's, you know, they're flying away on a ship. This looks very, like, Han, this Han Solo. Sand Skiffy. It looks sand skiffy, but it also looks very um, um, Indiana Jones slash. Um, uh, uh, what's the what's the video game with the guy with the thing? Nathan Drake. Yes. Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. It looks very Uncharted esque. And Poe's outfit is very Indiana Jonesy, yes. which a lot of people commented on. Yeah, and is this this is somebody's medal, right? That is, we're not sure whose medal is. So those there are only two medals. Remember Luke and Han. Yeah. So that's someone's Yavin medal. And that hand looks a little older. I think that's Leia, yeah. personally. Yeah, that maybe there was a scene with Leia's hands. Looking down. That's definitely Leia's hands. Yeah. And then everybody... At the Darth Star. At the Death Star. Which... And then the laugh. Which... <sighs> but does that mean they're on Endor? Okay, so... When the second Death Star was destroyed... You remember when the first one blew up, we had that great explosion. The second one kind of broke into pieces. Yeah, because they cracked it from the outside, or from the inside, inside. Yep. and it blew, you know, it exploded out. So, are we going to see Ewoks? Are we going to see Ewoks? Sorry. Well, remember, it's the they were on the forest moon of Endor, because the planet and the moon are both called Endor. Should we can go visit his friends? Which is really, really the most George Lucasy thing possible. Well, it's the forest moon of Endor. That picture, by the way, yeah. that picture, I swear to God, 25,000 views. And if you haven't seen the picture, go to our Instagram or our Facebook and take a look at the picture that he got of Mickey Mouse and George Lucas. And I guarantee you, you'll never, ever forget. And I've seen other people take the picture. Like, I saw other people get a yeah. good shot, like, get pictures of that costume cosplay. Yeah. And uh, nobody got it framed and, like, perfect like you did. You were Perfect. That was the best. That might be the most viewed picture I've ever had on my Facebook page. Anyway, go ahead. It's really funny too about that picture because we were just we happened to be waiting in line for the mm. Amazon like booth where you get you can try and win free stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, I need a picture of that. And then Kelly goes, Of course you do. Of course and you do. They po- they posed really nicely. And there's they so did. many details. Um, he's wearing. Uh, no, 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 we're not gonna give it away. Uh, they have if they oh, want to know what so it is. So many good details. Nope. On if it. they want. Okay. So but yeah. So the trailer. Back to the trailer. We're so good at sides here. Um, the trailer. There's a lot of stuff, and I will say that with the Death Star, you know, do we see the Emperor die? No, he went down a hole just like Luke went down a hole. Yeah, I mean, we also never saw Mace Windu die. He just fell out the side of the building. Uh, I don't think Sam Jackson's no, coming back. That's never happening. No. But we can all dream it. Uh, so the Emperor must have somehow survived. Maybe it's very confusing. Because, maybe. Yeah. What is it? And it could all just be a misdirection to mess with us because they're jerks. That too. Well, I mean, look at look at Endgame trailers, right? 
show us nothing. They, well, the, you know, they showed us a lot, but they CGI'd what they needed to CGI to oh. make it look the way we need it to look. I didn't. Did they remove stuff? In this? Yes, they did. I totally didn't. So realize that. there's a scene in one of the trailers where Rocket opens a door hmm. and walks through. Yeah. He and again, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. This was in the trailer, but there is somebody behind him in the uh, film, right? Yeah. Because he's yeah. not the only one going in that house. Oh, I know who you're talking. Okay. And as they're walking through in that that the scene where they're all in their suits. Yeah. One of the characters is there, but mm. he's not in the in the trailer. Mm. Um, what else have they changed? Captain Marvel's look changes. That was interesting. Um, Thanos's look changes and Captain America's costume changes a few times. Huh. Because in that scene where they're like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Yeah. He's in a different... Huh. So they CGI out things here and there huh. that should or shouldn't be there depending on where they need it. So I'm not... And it's Disney now. So it's Lucas, it's Ellen, you know, Light Magic. Like they could potentially, they could. huh? I didn't so think about that. That there could predictions. be predictions. Is Luke dead? I think Luke is dead. Is I the Emperor dead? You know, so I have to go into one of the theories. No, 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 no. Okay. Just yes or no. Okay, we're gonna. Sure. Yes, I, we're at an hour, and sure. and, and, and we'll yeah, we wrap gotta, it up. We and we'll, shush and up. We'll, we'll, well, there'll be another trailer. We can do this yeah. for the other trailer. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna do a couple questions. Okay. Yes or no. No mic answers. Yes okay. or no. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Luke dead or alive? Luke is dead. Emperor dead or alive? I think he's alive. Um. Uh. What else was I? I was gonna. I had a third one. I had one more. Um. Do you think JJ is going to course correct and fix all the things that everybody hated about The Last Jedi? Yes. Yeah. I think JJ is very good at fixing things, kind of in the Ron Howard sort of way with Solo. I think JJ is going to correct the course to finish this properly. The way appease, he started it. Yeah, to appease everyone. Okay. Last one. Okay. Last one. Because this came out yesterday. Okay. Disney has another trilogy coming in the next 10 years. Yeah. For seven years, seven or eight years, right? Yeah. Do you think they're going to go in without a roadmap like they did with this one? Or do you think they're going to roadmap it so that it is a complete trilogy? Give me Old Republic, please. Please give me Old That's Republic. That's not what I asked you. I know, I know. Um, I think Are they going to fly by the seat of their pants and hope things go I really go hope that they roadmap this one. They need a Kevin Feige. They don't yeah. have a Kevin Feige. Like, as much as yeah. Kennedy is steering the ship. She's not creatively steering the ship like Feige does for Marvel. Um, well, all right. Yeah. So we did an hour. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Like, I, I, was, I would look down and I'm like, oh, shit, we're at an hour. Like, I gotta, We've covered a lot of topics we, tonight. Yeah, and we haven't even... like I could have gone for another hour. Um, yeah. So thank everybody again for listening. Um, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you follow our sponsors. Make sure you listen to the intro. No spoilers in this one. Mike will be back. If you liked them, share this out. Share it. Share it. Well, I, I hate doing the ads at the end, so I'm not even going to bother. But, um, yeah, just put those in later. Yeah. So, well, no, I put them at the beginning because uh-huh. I figure if anybody's going to listen, and I try to make them a little more interesting at the beginning. So, um, mm. so with this, I kind of just, yeah, I, there, there is no real end to it. So, um, what do you think of those?